0: What's up everyone seven octobers here with my co-host Melly. what uh, up everyone and welcome to another season of the heartful truth this is season four mm-hmm. episode two and today uh we have two uh guests that are um real close friends with us they're part of our platform collection team or actually they're the the main people of the platform collection and i guess uh fun fact right now they just said that this is the first time they're being interviewed together so without further ado (laughs) let me bring on our guest here kill c ray and hip og hip hop eddie what's up guys yeah
1: yeah what's up (laughs)
0: hey uh welcome to the show uh and then before we get started too i forgot to mention our topic of the day is going to be thinking outside the box yeah and so Mm -hmm. we'll get into that but i'll pass it on to my co-host here to get it started
2: yeah so
3: Yes. So uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh, oh man. Uh since <laughs> the last time I was on? Okay, so since, mm-hmm. what do you know how long ago that was? It's at least a year, right? At least. Right. So so since then um was I already doing the Invisible Ponchos? Yes. Okay. So I I think that was like the beginning of the in the Invisible Ponchos. And then since then we've been on tour as the Invisible Ponchos. We've been on uh, the Happiness of Pursuit Festival. Um, This year we're hosting the Happiness of Pursuit Festival. Platform Collection has become full partners now at ThoughtFest. Um, The Ponchos played the Wonder Museum, which was always like a goal of ours. And uh, yeah, I mean, it it feels like it kind of flew by, right? Right, yeah. A lot of
1: things happened, a lot of uh, events. uh, We went on our own tour
3: finally. On our own, yeah, yeah, which was uh, that was cool. Like, we, we didn't know if we were, were at that place to be able to do that yet, and to find out that we were was cool. And then that's kind of like where we're at right now, honestly. When we were um, when we were uh, waiting for the show to start, we were we were in the car and uh, we were just talking about that topic of like what is what's next, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I i know. I know we collectively know like there's stuff like coming soon, but I'm talking like next, next, like what is, like I was saying, do you like, do you, do we envision enough? Like where you end up at like 60, like, what does your life look like? And I feel like as artists, like sometimes we don't, we don't, tend to look that far because our brains are everywhere yeah Yeah. but it's i think it's a it's super important and it's powerful because i think whatever you decide you want that to be you can speak that into existence and you can't even do that if if you don't know what it is you know so i think right now we're kind of in that place where we're working on on that kind of stuff
0: okay and is the mic working yeah it looks yep. like it's working it okay perfect. it, it kind of went off okay. a little bit sorry about that guys um and like we mentioned we want to talk about breaking outside the box right yep. and that's what kind of what platform collection even stands for anyways a lot of the stuff that we all do uh, as a collective yeah um why do you think it's important for like creatives to get comfortable being like or why do you think they feel comfortable being inside the box and why do you think that they should think outside the box
3: yeah, I mean, I think you saying comfort? I think right. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because I think that's what it is. It's just, it's it's comfort. Comfort. Comfort allows, is fear, man. Right? I was fear just gonna meant. say that. I was yeah, literally just sure, gonna say that. I was like, man. yeah, comfort allows room for fear to seep in, and um, and then you're just kind of stuck in this cycle of not trying new things, and um, a lot of self doubt. Yeah, a lot of self doubt. I I think it's. I think I I imagine that like in the future doctors will like be able to diagnose these types of things like the the stress that people deal with when they're dealing with resistance Mm -hmm. just like it's usually and it's so odd right that it's usually around bettering yourself Mm -hmm. right like no that's the only time you ever really get resistance Mm -hmm. is when you're you know um, first trying to learn how to like better yourself in all ways usually the thing that the resistance rises in is against something that you should be doing. Right. Right. Or it wouldn't be resistance. And I, I, feel like one day people will be able to define it more and maybe hopefully be able to treat that more because I know it causes a lot of stress and that's yeah. why people shouldn't do it because it's literally a killer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it has taken many great artists away from us dealing with like resistance and then feeling like they failed at it or feeling the shame that goes along with because as artists most of the time i think we feel blessed you you mostly feel blessed if you're at least somewhat sane Mm -hmm. you you gotta know like oh it's pretty cool especially if you're doing it as a job Mm -hmm. you you should know like that's a that's a super privilege but if you're still sad or you still have these Mm -hmm. other things it's probably because you're not completely accepting the role and uh i can definitely say like I'm, you know, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Mm-hmm. There's a, I think there's a lot of shame attached to, to accepting your role sometimes, mm-hmm. especially with what I've noticed at least brown and black people a lot, uh, and poor people across <laughs> the board. Yeah. Um. There's like always this shame of like standing in the spotlight, and so I think I think thinking out of the box and trying to find ways to, um, deal with like. Uh, like going at yourself different ways. I think that's what I really think is important about thinking out of the box. And that's how I define it for me. Anyone can make something semi-original if you just speak your own voice or use your own mind to create what you're doing. But fixing yourself in new ways takes a lot of time with yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's hard. And, Mm -hmm. And so... I'm very empathetic when artists are dealing with that and they can't get out of that cycle. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. I think anybody, everybody here, we've all talked, you know, outside of the public thing. Mm -hmm. And we all deal with that. Yeah. You know,
2: it can get heavy some days. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely thinking out of the box will like you're, you're trying to create something that doesn't exist and you can't compare Mm -hmm. it to something. Yeah. So that's that, where that's, that's where the stress comes, and it's so crazy, and Scary. then you're you're mm-hmm. trying to like, not almost intention, but you're trying to like prove like I could do it to whoever, like close friends, families, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I think yeah, you know, once you get to that level of thinking outside the box, you have to work on trying to have self like uh, uh, believe love. and love yeah, and yeah. everything. Because then then it would just be smoother without that when you're kind of just, you know, you're in the box and then you're now outside the box. You're still like in the
3: struggle as right. far as like, the breakup. Yeah, the breakup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, I was just talking to Gene Flow about that. Mm-hmm. Right. We were talking yep. to him about like when you realize like when you start to accept your blessings or you mm-hmm. accept your role um you break up with the old you yeah. the you that and and it feels like a real break if you've mm-hmm. ever been in a breakup yeah. it feels like it hurts it's like it makes you depressed like it's tiring it's tiring oh, yeah. it's draining <laughs> right and and some people cave to that some uh-huh. people go like oh i'll just get back with you then mm-hmm. right that's yeah. what we, yeah. we really do as people and we do it to ourselves as mm-hmm. well and so like it, it does i feel like there is like to me for me for sure anxiety and the feeling of anxiety is us simply putting those feelings into like a physical form right. and then people have different ways they react to their anxiety but usually that's what they're talking about like they, they feel something there's a physical mm-hmm. feeling but it's to something that's mental mm-hmm. right and that's so strange mm-hmm. and it can be scary and you can go like oh i might not be able to beat that you can get low and feel weak and mm-hmm. go like oh shit!" like how come i can't just be happy that's a, that's a, a tough question to Super answer. Super tough, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah. And
2: it's kind of like yeah. you're rewiring your brain with so many mm. things that you
0: grew up with thinking
2: oh and gosh. so many things for that you're years, trying to
3: fight years, against. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: And even when you uh, talked about, uh, like accepting your role, right? We were just talking about that the other day, how you don't really get to pick your role sometimes, mm-hmm. even though you want to. Like, uh, yeah. I don't g- believe you, yeah. you do. Yeah. Cause you know, for example, when you're telling me about like the podcast class that like that's. Mm-hmm you love performing right so mm-hmm. you'd rather do that than teach right right, right. and yeah, so but then sometimes i'm like damn but like Kelsey Ray is like a dope teacher <laughs> so i was like but sometimes you don't see that because you you yourself don't see it until somebody tells you like oh, well that's a role that you're good at
3: you know what's interesting yeah. is i had um uh, allegedly i did dmt <laughs> and um in a trip on dmt i i got a continuous voice that told me to stop teaching and I didn't, and this was before I was teaching. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so I don't know what that like, meant, And I've always like, kind of like thought of like, cause I know that's in my subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things I think that it's gotten me to, and this is why like teaching doesn't exactly like, doesn't like get me hyped because mm-hmm. people, you can't change people. Mm. People yep. cha- change themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you can give them information, you can do that, but as a teacher, you become emotionally connected. I, I, you, you're referring it's to true. a podcast you class do. that I teach with Parker Edison and I'm emotionally connected to the students now. Like <laughs> I am, you I'm going to miss them. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I want them to succeed, but that's just empathy. Like mm-hmm. I don't, for me, I, I know that I probably can't be a teacher because because of how much I'm willing to give and I'll just give myself away like yeah. I I know it already. I already know <laughs> like I don't I don't care about money.
0: Yeah.
3: I don't care about things. I never have. I'll give myself away and you know having good friends around me who've mm-hmm. like not allowed me to do that and who's brought my brought that to atten- to my attention more yeah. that I do that a lot. Um I'm trying to be more cognizant of that. So like teaching to me it really it's I like I will try to do it good because i try to do everything good, mm-hmm. but it isn't something that would get me up in the morning Probably, you know, no matter how selfish that sounds. I just know that it, it won't, I know that like, I can touch more people doing the thing that I obviously like it's God given because I, I'll, I don't, even the way I create things, isn't like, like I'm working to create something every day. I'm not even yeah. that person who does something every day you know i'm not that person it, that's not how it comes to me so when it does it's a gift i am mm-hmm. assuming whatever gift i'm getting i should take that serious and do mm-hmm. that whereas like i me and parker made those teaching jobs for ourselves mm-hmm. yeah you know that that wasn't necessarily something that you know was. Just and it's crazy off.
2: that you're mentioning that how like it just comes to you because sometimes like i was telling gabby the other day like Sometimes you're just sitting there and then like, once you, I start writing, yeah. it's like, I'm in another universe. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I get lost. Yeah. Like, seen, it's, I see. I, I just, the stuff you right, write, right. like, I know yeah. like that's how it probably comes mm-hmm. to you
3: because mm-hmm. the part that people don't get to, if you don't mind me sharing, like the part that people don't see about you as a person is that, um, the way you share with people is like very personal. It's like you, you have, you really have to know someone to like open up to somebody, but, your art allows you to speak to a broader group of people that you might not be the person raising your hand in front of everybody Mm -hmm. and going like, let me tell you guys this. But in this way, your art allows it to come out. And I think that sometimes people think because you're so positive that there's not negative shit happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think you've seen how weird that can be yeah right like that <laughs> and people know that you, you for a thing yeah that you yeah. brought yeah. that
2: up too because literally someone just messaged me the other day and wrote me like mm-hmm. a paragraph yeah saying you're such a positive energy mm-hmm. and like all this stuff but it's like i still go through things but i think i've learned to manage like because i used to mm-hmm. you guys saw one in the beginning I used to write like a lot of like negative thoughts and like
0: just, i think i was just trying to
2: figure right. out what i was like i think trying to inspire others and now i try to like i think inspire others with even though you're gonna go through like negative stuff and all that but i feel like you have to see the positive side of it everything else yeah but, yeah, yeah
1: definitely you do have to always look at the positive side of what mm-hmm. you do um, i mean go back what you were saying on the on the teaching and then doing yeah. your art it's kind of what we're talking about like thinking outside the box when you do the teaching and kind of, i kind of picture it's like you go you went back in the box mm-hmm. you know how to Right. run that structure yeah. and you right. know how to do it with your eyes closed but thinking outside the box is what the love is you know not right. that you don't yeah. love this but it's just you know you kind of you yeah.
3: put yourself over That's here real, yeah well put. and it's okay. like yeah. oh it's yeah yeah like the right. like like yeah. us performing at the wonder museum cut it in right here seven i know uh, right uh, <laughs> I know. but us uh <laughs> us performing at the wonder museum um that was me walking a tightrope Teaching is is I'm just moving that rock from there to there mm-hmm. because I just I know it so well I know how right. to do it I've always mm-hmm. spoken in front of people that I don't have any of the the things that come along with people who don't do that all the feelings mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. in front of people and talking to people and it's, I don't I just don't have those things so that's all you're seeing it's just somebody who's comfortable in in that space
0: yeah and then I
3: only talk about the things that I actually know and so I'm confident in those things but repeating that process time and time and time again and it not like changing up at all would drain me probably yeah that's point. yeah and i think right.
0: it's a creative i think that's why i mean i think thinking outside the box is a creative thing because mm-hmm. a lot of like you said painting it outside is. the lines right or color outside the lines yeah. like that's pretty much what a creative is because yeah i think you once you feel constrained yeah. you want to try you feel like else. like you're like boxed mm-hmm. in yeah. or
3: nobody's like... lines are your lines <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Right. that's how like yeah. most creatives feel like it. yeah i see the lines <laughs> yeah but what if I made my own, you know what I mean? Like we're all constantly doing that. Yeah. So again, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I don't mind dipping in and I don't mind. Um, like the reality is like us being able to teach helps fund other things. So sacrifice is a part of this shit. Like, so if you're not willing to sacrifice time, effort, sweat, equity, money, Mm If you're not willing to sacrifice any of those things, you're not going to make it in, in this business right, right? anyways, whatever this, this it's the overarching entertainment part, right? You we're, we're entertainers at the end of the day. That's what people are paying to see. Mm-hmm. But in order to stay in that, that, that's, that comes with sacrifice all day. It's mostly sacrifice.
1: And I think it's a reward at yeah. the same time, back to the unit, you know, back from like the universe or whatever, because you are showing, you know, passing the knowledge to yeah, different, you know, mm-hmm. cultures, different, you know, entities and everything like that. So, you you know, I think it is in a way an exchange where you're you went in the box, but you're teaching someone to sh- get out of the box, yeah. you know, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so and, the and I def-
3: again, the, the blessing is the students. Right. Right. The mm-hmm. blessings, yeah. the energy exchange. Um and like my excitement to see like somebody like succeed like Mm -hmm. you know that's cool if i can be a a step on their way up that's cool like i'm Mm -hmm. i'm super down for that you know
2: yeah and um what would you say what motivated you motivated you as an artist to break outside the box or um for you eddie as a manager um was there a specific moment in time
3: Mm, for me it was probably i'm trying to think there's a story that always like i'm not sure if i've said it on podcast but i know i've talked to other people about it um when i was probably like 10 years old the like the skateboarding craze was like really every all my cousins everybody wanted skateboards um and that's what they were all about and um I remember the day we all went and we all, they got us skateboards, like me and all my cousins. It was like five of us, four or five of us. Uh, they were just playing on their skateboards all day. And for some reason, I got an idea of like creating a satellite. I like I, I got like a top of a trash can mm-hmm. and put it on top of a broom. And then I put like this, this coil that pointed out.
2: Oh, I and then I, I got like a radio
3: mm-hmm. and I hooked it up to it. And I have no idea why I did that but that I would always do stuff like that. So again, I think part of my part of it is just my brain has always worked like that. I, uh, I, I was talking to my mom today about this and I said, you know what, mom, because I saw this. I watch a lot of psychology stuff on online and I'm always that I'm into that stuff. But I was hearing the psychologist talk about how, um, like there's all these little moments that build our personalities Mm -hmm. and like, it, it got me to thinking about like how I'm, how did I get my my personality, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm kind of onto something. I, I kind of have an idea. I've, I'm a, like deep down inside, well not even deep down inside, mm-hmm. I, I'm i a nerd. I can nerd out on on the things that I love. I, mm-hmm. I go all in, whether that be a book, music or a person. I'll go all in, like, I want to know everything, and and it never stops it, so, and that's basically what a nerd really is, that's when they're referring to that, it's just somebody who can, like, geek out on something, and, but, I was always athletic, so, that allowed me to, like, get into circles that I would not have normally done as somebody who was geeking and nerding out, in fact, all my friends that I started with didn't follow me into sports, because none of them played sports, Mm -hmm. They were into the things they were doing. Mm -hmm. But just because of that one thing, just because, and I wasn't the best at sports. I was always like mid-level everything Mm -hmm. in sports, but I could play and I started. And so that got me around a bunch of people who opened my eyes to just a different personality type. Mm -hmm. And so I think that at some point creatively gave me an advantage because in that group, like with the athletes, A lot of the times I was one of the more, more studied persons in the room. (laughs) And so when that, when an idea would come up, it was usually mine. I'd be like, we need to do this or we need. And I was doing that from a a kid Mm -hmm. and you guys know now, like I do that now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's how I got that personality type. Because when I was, when I was nerding out with all my friends who would nerd out, we all kind of just knew the same thing. And like, so there wasn't anybody sticking out. And when I played sports, I was the only one who was nerding out. <laughs> and so it kind of stuck out and I got very comfortable being a little different mm-hmm. from other people. And because I was athletic and I was always, I was probably like this size, literally like in at a freshman in high school. I, I just got really <laughs> big real quick and I just stopped. <laughs> but as a freshman, I was big. Yeah. So I didn't get picked on either. So I kind of skipped over that and like I think that that's where my personality comes from. And I think because of that, it just might look like I think out of the box all the time, Mm -hmm. but I think it is just a personality thing. I, I do try to consciously think out of the box. Um, now as a practice mm. but I don't think it's natural and that's what I think people should take hope in that if you are stuck in something mm-hmm. and you're like oh well I'm not creative that's bullshit everybody is creative mm-hmm. if you yeah. allow it to come out right. you know
0: yeah. yeah what about for you Eddie for me uh, yeah, the moment. <laughs>
1: I think the moment I mean I've I've been doing management for many many years you know over like Mm -hmm. 15 years or something like that but I've always had that self-doubt with myself you know and until recently where I could actually point it out where I can you know there probably was more moments but this one really stuck out to me is when it was actually a year ago in October at the Thought Fest where I actually ran that stage and I did that on my own Mm -hmm. and I was scared (laughs) as shit in the beginning for to be (laughs) honest but when I completed that task and when I completed doing that job, that was that what convinced me. And I was like, yeah, this is what I do. I am manager. It doesn't necessarily mean management comes with the different titles you know, stage artist. you know, act, whatever, you know, whatever it could come with, you know, um, it, I was able to do that task and, and, know that the skills that i've learned for many many years i was able to put them into place and i was like oh man and that helped me with my my belief in myself you know so um since then i i mean i've a lot of things have changed a lot of you know a lot of different opportunities have come and i don't i'm not i don't have that fear you know nervousness because it's something new but mm-hmm. not a fear of like you know mm-hmm. shit do i know what how to do this yes i do and before i would say no i don't when i did you know so i think that was the moment for me that i that uh, changed my thoughts yeah. as as yeah. far as like what you know management and and what it comes with.
0: Yeah, and I remember you talking about that because yeah. I, I just remember you like you were trying to like I was, to, like, I, I was cracking up too <laughs> because yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> had but I was I just was <laughs> cracking up yeah. because the way like oh, your oh, little um there, right? your little thing that you had your little system oh, was like yeah. writing what people like, look like.
3: Look oh yeah,
2: like pink hair, or yeah. Or yeah. whatever yeah. it was, which
3: is way out of the box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I think I can say like as. Eddie's friend and like, you know, his business partner, I think Mm -hmm. he has like a natural, it's again, it's like one of those natural abilities to just, he just exists out of the box. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, and I'm when I, we met in college and when I met him, he was like that. He was a little different. He was just into different (laughs) shit than other people. He was a loner, very much a loner. Like when I met him, he was just kind of a loner. Um, and out of like groups of other people like he would always be the guy who could like stand the test of time like he had a a tremendous amount of patience which again is weird because that's not people that's just not a general thing you're born with but Mm -hmm. whatever carved him out gave him that you know Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and i think um just talking about that too like uh, thinking outside the box and everything like for me i noticed And I don't know, again, it's like you said, a personality thing or something or the way I was raised. And it's just kind of like instilled in me. But now that I'm a supervisor at work, I kind of was a supervisor in my last job, too. But I feel like I have that. I don't know if it's like a leader thing where like I kind of see the bigger picture and then I anticipate what people are going to ask. Like, I don't know if it's my anxiety. Right. Because sometimes I'll like people ask like this thing and I'm like, well, why did you check this or do this? And they're like, oh, no, I didn't think of that but I don't know if it has to do with like, like I said, I sometimes anticipate or some person was like, damn, you're always like one step ahead. Yeah. And, 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 and you what... are,
3: you, you, you are, you definitely are. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've thought about that topic and I, I do think it is probably cause we're hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so hypersensitivity comes from fear. Fear means that you're constantly checking your surroundings. You're constantly trying yeah. to be safe. Mm-hmm. And then as you grow, you continue to keep doing that always and there's goods then there's good and And bad that comes out of it right the the bad is that you're probably stressed a lot but the good is that you're probably right a lot as well because you've looked at all the like possibilities yeah uh, (laughs) yeah
1: every scenario yeah you do that formula uh, unconscious you, like you don't right like, you do it and it's just yeah. for every scenario i'm here mm-hmm. and i you just do it and i'm over here
3: and it's like two I know different stories I mean, you know you're
0: like why, why didn't they think about that but right. i was like but they, yeah. they don't think yeah like, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. yeah
3: yeah yeah because you're crazy <laughs> yeah. you know what well, i mean like, right sure, sure we're crazy. It's
0: like we went through like a hundred scenarios <laughs> right
3: yeah yeah it's why you don't sleep yeah you know what i mean like that's that's true
0: yeah um and i was and actually that leads to my question like as far as like for those, cause like you said, I think we just naturally think outside the box for all of us, I think mm. here, but for people that might be listening in that maybe are just stuck in their comfort zone, mm. what's something that you think they can do to practice thinking outside the box?
3: I think I'm pretty convinced that for most people, you have to have some sort of you, you have to put yourself in some sort of challenging position. Mm -hmm. as often as possible and 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 people might think that off you know off top they might not be able to do that but that can literally be a push-up if you don't like Mm push-ups or that could be whatever i think it's your brain doesn't necessarily care about the activity itself it cares about how it feels about the activity Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. if you can train your brain to be comfortable with that struggle and and rewire your brain to be like, I can push myself beyond these limits anytime I fucking want to. Um, Which again, will be a long, it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen tomorrow,
1: but, and that's very important. What you said there, man, because they, you know, of course you got goals and you want to do something, you want to be that, but you, you can't be that person like right away. Yeah. You have to take the baby steps. Once you're taking those baby steps, then the baby steps become bigger and bigger and bigger as you're growing and you're growing but you just can't take those leaps because then it just slows you down the reality yeah
3: eventually i think skipping things um, detours yeah detours all these different things pile up Mm -hmm. to a disadvantage for yourself and and that keeps you in the box because it's a lot to get off your plate Mm -hmm. and once you get stuck under that and and the problem is you usually don't notice that happening until it's it's piled up that's one thing i can definitely share like just from my experience you don't notice how much damage you're doing to yourself thinking that way until something really bad happens right. and true. then it's almost it's super hard to get out so it's it's super important that you are you ready yourself for the bad times mm-hmm. it to me that just makes lot it just mm-hmm. makes logical sense what There's change is the only thing that's certain, Mm -hmm, you know, that that's going to happen. You should probably be resilient. That seems like that. If if there's one thing a human being can do to just make themselves better, to get out of a rut, to do whatever is build your resilience that. And I think that I I know, even as I'm saying it, there's a part of my own brain that goes like, no, it's gotta be something else. Please let there be something else. Because nobody won't really wants to do that every day. But it gets easier. That is mm-hmm. a fact. For That is a fact. There are certain things that I've done. My health. Mm-hmm. my there, There's certain things that I've done getting better at performing. The amounts of practice and things that I do, I know now you, you just get better. It really is. That's just how it works. There's no way around it. Just got to rep it, rep it, rep it, rep it. All of a sudden, you start to notice the level up. With each level up comes a new consciousness of how much you can take it. And then it just, it's easy now, you know, like it starts to get easier. And that I think everyone can do that. Like I said, it could mm-hmm. be literally just a push up every day or don't eat that thing that you know you want, <laughs> whatever, like whatever it is. But I Damn, guarantee Jonah. you, yeah, I guarantee you, if you do the opposite of yeah. that, like if you keep giving in, it is. You might think that it's not going on the scoreboard of mm-hmm. the opposite team, but it is, they're running the score up on you. And it's going to be really hard for you to get back. If you don't notice that quick in life, the sooner you notice that mm-hmm. the better chance at success you have, you know?
0: Yeah. Cause you're pretty much like are like doing those yeah. baby steps. Like Eddie said, it's like you're rewiring or like mm-hmm. you talked about rewiring mm-hmm. your brain mm-hmm. to do the opposite or changing your yeah. mindset pretty much. Yeah.
2: And what would you say is a recent moment that you thought outside the box and impacted you in a positive way?
1: Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) What
2: was the recent moment that you thought outside of the box and it impacted you in a positive way?
1: Oh, recently, uh, thinking outside the box, I mean, I think doing the, you know, being a... uh, a program coordinator, you know. Oh, that's right. Going yeah, into like, because I was like, you know, I was offered that and I was like, man, but what kind of title do I get? You know, all I know is management, you know. But <laughs> when, you know, program coordinator came in, then it was almost like I had to just jump into that role and then just do it, you know. So I was very, you know, uh, very proud of myself. You know, as I mentioned, you know, I, I've done many, many tasks in the past. So it just that title did scare me, but I was like, no, but that's what I do. I mean, it's just that, and then I think that's what...
3: uh, What was the second part of the question?
2: Um, How did it impact you in a positive way?
1: Um, Feeling confident that I I could step into another position like that, definitely, you know. Um, I've always looked at other, you know, jobs out there, and uh, and program coordinator had been something there, and I always felt that that was just so far away. I mean, I was in it, you know. I was doing it, so that's something that, you know, I mean... And that's kind of
2: what we do here in Platform Collection, because I remember how we started with, like, the editor in chief and like or different titles that we mm-hmm. put and you mm-hmm. think you're like what is that what am I am I gonna be able to do that and right and that then you, just do, yeah. it.
1: Then you
0: just
3: do it yeah <laughs> yeah titles ain't yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just the title
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, it did make you feel good <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, it, it did you know, know it just, does. Uh, but it,
2: yeah
1: it made me feel like yeah. I I could be you know. And I don't know why part of a group that I don't even know it exists. You know what I mean? Like, well, oh, that's a group yeah. of like program directors. I, I could go there. You know, yeah. I could be with them. But, you know, that, you know, or program coordinator. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's. Uh, yeah,
0: well, you did a great job. Yeah. Like sending all the emails yeah. and texts. Yeah. and Keeping <laughs> yeah. updates. The,
2: yeah. you yeah, yeah, the emails. Yeah.
3: Oh. Um, and you passed the class. Something so oh, yeah. Know. And you guys both passed. Yeah. 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 Okay. Barely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Barely. Um, <laughs> uh, recent out of the box. Recent out of the box. Recent out of the box.
1: I think you have a lot of those when you when you're planning for your your shows or your performances mm-hmm. and stuff. I think those you have no choice but to think out of the box because you are creating a whole new scenario. Yeah, yeah I mean, like time. the
0: Wonder Museum, would you like? I would consider that. Yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was like a big undertaking. Um, and
1: even last minute, bro. Sorry, like where you were? The plan was where you were just going to perform out there, uh, and you went uh, into the
3: house. Right. Uh, that that was there. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, right. like probably. immediately mm-hmm. thinking out of the box. I think you know? usually on stage, the performance is me, like, at, like at minute by minute trying to do something out of the box. Mm-hmm. And right. And so right. probably yeah, maybe like the the last performance we did was that was pretty. I've been I haven't even gone through all the videos yet. because um, there were so many that people have sent us and um I'm gonna like cut it into some sort of documentary. But uh yeah Which I,
1: is you're about to is about to another creation yeah, of another thinking out of the box. Out, you out know, yes. there's gonna be a documentary
3: that's gonna be your film. Yeah, okay, recorded. so this morning. And uh, I got a lot out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and let's see here. Do you think the more that we start believing in ourselves that leads us to step more outside the box and out of our comfort zone?
1: Yes. 100. I definitely believe on that. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I was going to say, like when you were talking about, like, what would you advise is like, well, believe in yourself, tell yourself that you can do it. Tell yourself, you love yourself, you know, just kind of push it. Tell yourself, telling yourself is important. I mean, one thing I I've done and I do it and I, I talk to myself in the mirror. And I tell myself that I'm handsome, that I look good, that I'm our worker, that I'm successful, that I'm gonna be, you know, whatever I want. But I'm looking myself in the eyes, and you know, at first it is kind of weird. But Mm -hmm. you're you, you know, you're you. You have to tell you what to do. You know, like have you ever
3: imagined yourself like hugging yourself?
0: um, I definitely, now that I I definitely
3: like would recommend it. Like trying to like really picture yourself in front of yourself hugging yourself and like just being there for yourself Mm -hmm. it's a when i started doing that and i got the idea from him um when i started doing that it i mean it just changed like Mm -hmm. because i think the part that people get scared of the most Mm -hmm. is is the realization at times that you are in this by yourself Mm -hmm. like this is your movie that's true no one's going to actually feel you Mm
0: -hmm. you
3: know what i mean like people can come close Mm -hmm. they can kind of understand yeah, but they have no idea, and there is to... no way mm-hmm. for e- as yeah. artists. That's all we're ever trying to do, right? Is trying to show you what's in here, and it never comes out mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. like it is. Yeah. So it's it's probably not possible because you're in your movie. We're just participate. Think about this. <laughs> you're like literally, <laughs> you guys are literally just like co-starring in my movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm co-starring in yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't so... matter how I end up or whatever to your movie you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. ultimately Mm -hmm. it i i haven't seen any proof that we leave here together Mm -hmm. it seems like you leave here by yourself Mm -hmm. and so yeah i think that that's a really hard thing for people to like grasp with and i understand it's Mm -hmm. a hard thing for me especially because we're
0: like social creatures so some people think it's like it's about making everybody like i remember when we had that like heart to heart where you told me like how i always want to like expect something from people, but it's like, you can't really change how they think you right, have to like, right, let yeah. that go. And it's mm-hmm. like only what you do that can, you can change other than that. You can't really control anybody else. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I, I think that like on that note, like, cause I think people, people tend to take things like that. I've realized this and I realize that it's a natural part of my personality. And I, I usually don't know that people are taking it like that. And it's taken me a lot to learn that sometimes people take the statement of those kind of facts, almost Yeah, like they're almost offended. And I, I would always wonder like, why is this person tripping? Like, I'm just, because then they think
0: you're like telling like their feelings are not valid or like their feelings are not valid. I'm like, well, I want to change people. You know?
3: Exactly. Exactly. And that's it. And I get that and I'm empathetic to that now, especially, but with my friends, no, I'm going to talk to them about the thing that's mm-hmm. going to help save them. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not I'm not going to bullshit about that. And luckily with my group of friends, I don't have that issue of like, oh, you got offended and we're never mm-hmm. going to talk again. Mm-hmm. The circle I have around me right now, everybody is cool. They they rather they come to each other to hear the truth and and it saves people time. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that around you though, yeah man that's tough Mm -hmm. you know but understand that ultimately you just need you to hug you yes yeah you know and you can do that (laughs) anytime like and if you you have to question to yourself if your hug doesn't feel as good as someone else giving it to you then you have to ask yourself why what happened where did you lose yourself you know because that one should be the biggest that should be the best one Mm -hmm. and then maybe your Mm -hmm. best friend or your mom or Mm -hmm. but it, yours should be the best one and i think most people it's not their best one you and know? that's why a lot of yeah. people like seek validation i from was gonna others. say right, right,
2: right. and you need to know it's like within you because yeah, no yeah. matter how many people tell you yeah. like certain things it's always gonna be you
3: yeah what i mean like yeah. really the reality is like what is validation right mm-hmm. like what is that you can only validate yourself There's no, nobody uh, can actually validate. What does that mean? It's that somebody's opinion Mm -hmm. and who validated their opinion. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. You have to validate. You say, I am this. Yes. That's when you become valid, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, but again, that leap doesn't come without practicing the leap. You know what I mean? I, even when you go skydiving, they make you practice. You don't just, (laughs) hey, like for, for a reason, you know? Well, that's your, life is about taking leaps constantly. So practicing those in any way you can, like back to what I was saying about, you know, pushing through and making things challenging for yourself. I just think it's a good practice overall, you know? Yeah. It-
1: yeah. I think Melanie, you've yeah. done a great job with that, with now, this, with your you writing, you know, with oh, how yeah. you said, how you were writing more on a darker side right. now to come mm-hmm. to more right. of a light. It I mean, obviously works. Yeah. yeah. You did I went it back I mean, the other
2: day and yeah. I was like,
0: whoa.
1: Yeah. I remember talking to well, yeah, you about it. No, and then you, even Eddie right? was like, like is he okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was yeah. nervous coming here. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it's good that you said yeah. too about like how your creativity just comes to you like randomly. It's not like a person that you create every day. Like, for example, like I, I was like, you're like a Stephen King. Stephen King is always writing, right? Mm-hmm. And she does the same thing. But for me, I told her, I'm like, that's not me. I'm like, I can't like same thing like with you. Like it just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think just everybody's different. I held a lot of, of
3: shame about that for Me a too.
0: Time. And I still kind of sometimes I've gotten better at like not feeling mm. bad or guilty, yeah. like thinking I'm like I'm not creating that I'm not creative or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like you have to just take it like and I just learned to like be okay with it.
3: Yeah, you know, I heard shout out to Curtis King. I just heard him talking about oh no, in fact it was in the meeting. We were just talking with ThoughtFest, because Curtis is a partner now as well. And Noah James and Brick to your, So it's Bricky Your Face Platform Collection. Curtis King beats and the original thought fest team has now split thought fest in four ways. Um, and, uh, we're all partnering to, to help jo- uh, sixties movement. You know, he's it's his brainchild. It's his baby. And we all believe in it, mm-hmm. but we were having a meeting. Um, and Kurt said, he was talking about making content every, and this is Curtis King, right. And who's by far like, out of everybody he is the <laughs> the most consistent youtuber that i know personally yes. right i know there's a, yeah. a lot more but personally he's mm-hmm. the guy and um he was saying like i i don't i'm just i just not the guy to push out a piece of content every day he's i've realized now right and right. i'm not that i i do certain things that i like doing and there's certain things that i do good and yeah like i always had shame about accepting that only mm-hmm. until recently because it has not, like, at least for me, it has not, like, made me less fulfilled or less, mm-hmm. in my eyes, successful. I keep reaching all the goals I want. That's I just true, had to yeah. find creative ways yeah. to do it because I'm not writing every day. I'm not making music every day. Mm-hmm. I just channel that into other shit. It doesn't mean I'm not making mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I'm just not yeah. doing specific things. And I think certain people only work that way. And, and then there's people like us that, that I, for me, it's a mental health thing. I have to spread it out. I have to spread it. And for it me it's out. the opposite. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I right?
2: it keeps me sane. And that I, is like Stephen yeah, yeah.
3: King, right? Some of the greats, yeah. like they write, no matter what, if it sucks, if it's if yeah. it's good, if it's bad, it doesn't matter. You just write. Yeah. And it's a practice. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I think you're right too, because like how you said, how you spread it out or, or something like that. Cause for me, like I don't see it until somebody points it out. Like one mm. of my coworkers, um Shout out to Don. He's like a, a dope guy, but he he, he he um he was like telling me because he he like watches the my vlogs and mm-hmm. my podcast and all that stuff and he was like oh wow you're always out and I was like I didn't realize it but like even going like comic con like doing all these different oh, things we talk about it all the time. right like <laughs> that's, or, like, that's all over yeah. yes <laughs> and I was like I don't see it until I'm like oh yeah like I I have been doing all this shit yeah. like so it's like even if I'm not doing something creative like you said there's something else that I get creative yeah on the way DVD up here there, I was
3: talking to him about um he's Eddie has handled my calendar for 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and because he figured out, like he figured out that that was the way I worked the best Mm -hmm. because I do that because my mind's everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm right now. I'm shooting a documentary, shooting a new music video, recording an album, uh, remixing all our music (laughs) that we've ever done and uh what else we doing?
1: planning the uh, oh i'm planning a tour
3: planning a winter tour so if i don't have someone organizing that because my brain doesn't do that part naturally like mine would just be like notes everywhere and like you know (laughs) where he he found a way and that's what i think makes him a a great manager i think great managers know how to work with the talent that they have and that's, he figured like, oh, that's how I work. He just did it for Parker. Like Parker's like, yeah we know, right? Parker, <laughs> okay. shout out Parker Edison. Yeah. Yeah. But Parker, he says it in his raps. Like he'll be there and you might just leave and you, you won't <laughs> see where he's at. I like know. a ghost. His mind's everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but he's on, now that he's on a calendar, it, you can see him excelling more because it, mm-hmm. it's, oh, that part is being held, handled for him. Mm-hmm. And now he's achieving even more. It's cool. freeing him up because yeah. he's not having to think about that. And that's why, like, uh, you know, like, Eddie's so valuable to us because it literally just doesn't work if he's not doing what he's doing. Like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. And my mind is everywhere. And, like, I've only recently become, like, comfortable saying that and just accepting it, you know. Like, I'm tired of trying to change that part of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy when I'm just doing one thing, Mm -hmm. you know.
2: And then... Kind of going on a different side of a topic for both of you. Um, can you guys share a moment? When was the last time you guys cried?
1: Hmm. Uh, I I would say probably maybe two weeks ago or so. I mean, I think I was just uh. You know, memory like a like a past memory, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, two weeks. Exa- you know, be honest, like my dad and stuff. So it's just mm-hmm. just kind of memories, you know. It's and this time around for some reason like i don't know what it is where i'm kind of like i'm like why am i feeling like this my dad passed away in october you know oh. you know many years ago and then it's just like once i get closer to it i'm just yeah. kind of like it's like, like yeah, yeah it just yeah. kind of comes in and i'm just like oh what happened and i start kind of you know thinking like oh what if what would he tell me to do that you know but yeah. mm-hmm. knowing that it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore that's where it kind of like so I, I mean i don't break down i didn't break down mm-hmm. but it just i do have the tears that come down yeah. and just kind of like oh just those, those thoughts for myself yeah. and
0: we can relate right because we we're talking about the how like grief is something yeah. that's just like or like especially when it's like a close family member like your parents mm-hmm. or your grandparents like for us like my grandma too like and she also passed away in october so like Around this time too. Even the holidays or just like random. Like I was watching yeah. like when I went to go watch Blue Beetle. Like I just thought about her. I'm like, oh, it'd have been cool if she would have been yeah.
3: here. You right. Know? Right. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I, we can't relate to that. And what about you, uh, Kelsey?
3: I think I cried earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I cry I, I'll cry, I cry all the time. Um I I try I'm trying to actually my my recent experiment on myself is i'm trying to just be able to let it go anytime mm-hmm. i even feel it creep up
0: yeah. I'm, I'm
2: working yeah. on that too yeah. it's, it's just hard for i don't know i used to be a crier uh-huh but now it's like i feel it here like i get like an automatic and, and it won't come out huh. like unless it's like a very powerful like mm-hmm. moment then it would just come out
3: do you, do you guys know but, that there's like a weird. i think there's like a youtube or tiktok craze where people watch sad like you watch a sad thing with mm-hmm. your friends and try to see who cries first. Have you Have you seen no. that? No. Yeah. You should yeah. do that. I literally just saw that. it on on, <laughs> a, on, uh, on a movie the other day, and I was just like, "Oh man, I'm old. I don't even know that that's going on. Oh, wow. Like, that's a thing. Like, yeah. you just you race your friends because sometimes I will watch
2: a movie or something, mm-hmm. and I get you know your eyes get yeah. like watery or something. But like crying, crying, like mm-hmm. oh my god!
3: Well, I talk, cried. Like, at uh, let's talk about the Wonder oh, oh, Museum. That's, everybody, say,
0: everybody, except that me. Part. But did you cry? No. no, and that's why it's hard for me too. I need to like practice. Yeah, that.
2: We, I,
3: yeah. I just, oh, yeah. you cried though. I
0: didn't.
2: We cried
3: together. Sometimes. Yeah, we cried. Um, <laughs> Meli just pinch her. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. It.
0: I did get emotional, but it's just for, for me. It's like,
3: it's come like, out like that, super hard. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a total release. Right, right. It feels good after you do
2: it. Like it just the enough. wonder Are museum you...
3: was the first time i cried on stage yeah that's the first time i ever ever like ever ever cried on stage and i kind of knew it was gonna i, I kind of knew
2: did you feel it since like you started performing Oh, you felt when your like mom that? was there maybe when you no, got i there felt or... it since like the literally
3: the day before gene and i um had a practice a rehearsal for mm-hmm. the show and i started crying there Oh, okay. Because I, like I was just trying to like let myself go and feel every word, mm-hmm. and uh, this really cool thing happened in the rehearsal right before the show. Um, plus, there was, you guys know, like, and I'm gonna talk about it at some point, but, but you guys know, like, there's like a bunch of personal shit going on mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So it was like a very, very heavy there's like yeah. moment, Nothing's going on, almost mm-hmm. like the worst timing that will in my mind will end up being like the best timing ever yeah. but at that time it felt like the worst timing for this other shit to be happening mm-hmm. the day before the wonder museum so i my mind was not in it like i was not it wasn't the what i wanted for the wonder museum i wanted to be feel like i wanted to feel great mm-hmm. and happy and yeah. i was the total opposite of that and so the night before like gene you know shout out to gene he just kept running it with me so that to try to lock it in we kept running in the set and at some point both of us had this moment where we the easiest way to describe it is we realized that everything that i had written was literally had literally become my life yeah and it was it's not till just now though like, that yeah. i realized like oh shit, it, it, shout out to Noah james like he always calls like oh, like spells. songs like mm-hmm. like spells yeah. right yeah and that and that's yeah. me and gene like had this moment where i stopped performing because it was literally talking about what was happening in my life at the moment mm-hmm. it was uh, on um on surprise surprised on the set which i didn't perform yeah. uh, for a reason because i just there was no way I was oh yeah because
0: i think gene wanted yeah. to do it right yeah, I think yeah. he was he, like he started no. to play it yeah. and i was
3: just like yeah. nope unless we want the show to end right now, like <laughs> I did but, and that song is not like my emotional songs, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but it, I started to hear what I was saying in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, m- Oh shit. I made all this happen. Like, this is everything. Like there's stuff I say about my mom in it. There's all these different things. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I wanted this to, ha- like, I want this change. I want this change. And it was just so chilling to us like because me and gene for some we were just synced and we looked at each other and like his eyes got real watery and so did mine and i was just like oh man like and so going knowing that that was happening in practice and knowing the wonder museum was the next day right and there was no way out of it there was no way to reschedule it Mm -hmm. there wasn't and up until i walked out from backstage i was having literally a nervous breakdown Like I, I was just laying down backstage. I was laying down the whole time backstage, having a nervous breakdown. I had to keep getting up and like talking to myself out loud. I just kept telling myself like that I was, this is what I do. Like this is, I face the fear head on. It's what I've been carved out to do. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to take this right now. I kept telling myself like, if you don't, if you, if you really are weak, you wouldn't even be here. If you really are weak, you wouldn't even be considering going out there. So obviously you're not weak. You're made for this shit. And and me going through those doors like that... I gave myself to like to y'all. Like, yeah. You can yeah. feel it yeah. in the room. Yeah. Was,
2: you know, right, right. right? Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah, as you were performing. Yeah. I, I
1: I mean I do. And I got not-
0: like you talking about it's kinda of creepy, kinda of goosebumps where you're saying how you mm-hmm. kinda of realized like it was kinda of like your whole story or your whole mm-hmm. journey. Like that's for me when I saw you guys perform there and you kinda of, like got emotional. I, I just thought I'm like damn, like because we've seen you guys yeah. from since the beginning. It was like yeah. flashback, or even things. I, I started like when I started the hip hop scene in, in 2019 when I saw you with Parker at that skate shop in Logan. Right. Like oh, you, like yeah, since then, so yeah. I was like thinking like all that flashback, yeah. and I was like, damn, like how how much you guys have evolved. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I got emotional. Let's talk
3: about that, like um, what you're referring to, because that day keeps it keeps delivering right. weirder and weirder things. oh
0: yeah i remember the so loco poster yeah, too in so, the background like so loco
3: yeah. which is like they are creative partners now Shout out to great friends yeah. you know i mean like they're like the fam um and and i credit them to for helping us get into like other lanes and opening our minds to other ways of going about like pursuing the things that we're doing yeah um and there's a picture first of all that gene flow through that event it was before I even knew Gene like that. He just reached out to me and asked if I could perform at it, and that's kind of how I knew him. Yeah, I just knew him as someone who would go to Hip Hop Wins, and that's kind of it. We weren't really like friends yet, but that—that's kind of like where the first time I ever worked with him. And there's a picture of me rapping at it, and then in the background, there's a banner of Soloka. Oh
0: yeah, that's a picture I took. Yeah, 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 and yeah, we, yeah. that that
3: you yeah, took, right? Right. Yeah. Again, like that. All the connections to that <laughs> it's to that day. It's such a trip, but again, like I didn't even know Gene threw that show. Gene threw that. I thought show. it was Nate Whitlow yeah, yeah. or somebody. Yeah, and that was the. By the way, that was the last time my mom saw me perform, so she hasn't she hadn't oh, seen me crazy. perform since that wow. day, and and then and then the Wonder Museum happened i mean how were you guys at at it because like, uh, i mean none of us it talked it before no really. i
0: didn't talk to you then yeah yet. i don't even mm-hmm. think i started going to hip-hop with. So i think it was maybe it might have been after that or maybe i was i don't remember but i don't know if you did you come with me to that one i didn't go I, uh, No, i think it was just like a friend that told me about it or i saw it on instagram oh, oh
3: no but uh, what about the wonder museum the day of oh the day of yeah how were you how uh, were you guys
0: try it. yeah <laughs> like i have bad memory
2: like what
3: was your energy yeah. going into it
2: I just remember being, I don't know, because you, you told me to take care of your mom. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I was very concerned about your mom. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like making sure, yeah, but I, lot. so I felt like, I don't know. you' I we mean, like, were kind of
0: tired I, too, because that week, is, it was a yeah,
2: long week Yeah, it again, was too. tiring, but I feel like I could, I could tell that you were in there a lot when usually when you perform lately, you've been out more, mm-hmm. kind of. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I thought something. I was it, having
3: a lot more fun. Like yeah, I, lately, i been having a lot so more fun So I did
2: shows. find that kind of odd yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But then, as you start performing, I'm telling you, it's just like as soon as like the I don't know, it just started. Like I was already feeling like the emotion out of that's it.
3: That's what Eddie said to you.
1: Yeah, as I was working the lights, yeah. my tears were coming out. I mean, I was. And I can only
3: save myself. And I can only save myself. And I can only save myself. Nothing but a beer and a fake smile. I turn up the pain. I'm an only child. I've been gone for a while. Heavy on the bottles and the deals, Sometimes you get lost in the deal. For real, for real. Money fucking with my patience. I tear through the box that I'm placed in. I gave up on chasing. I gave up on looking for the top. a second, if you be on, on the walls if you check in, homie, you're disgusted, feel a little faith in some blood, tell me what you give for the love, I took the long rope to nowhere, bet you could've guessed that it's cold there, I'm sitting in the cold day with my hands in the dirt, and a whole life to make it work, this time, this time, this time, it's this the only place where I feel at home, this my only line. I don't answer phones. I see you when I see you. I'm bad at sharing time. Trust you ain't the only. I'm locking my designs, waiting on a sign. Working for my meals. I'ma tell my shit, through, That's for real. Yo, yeah, y'all. Yeah. This shit means so much to us right now, y'all. Yeah. So, Loka, thank you so much for doing this. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Woo! We're at the Wonder Museum. I can only save myself. And I can only save myself. And I can only save
0: myself. And I can always save myself. Only save
2: myself. It, it just everything, everything was pieced together. Like, I don't know. It's just it's we I feel like we all
0: kind of feel like it's, cr- it's crazy, but I think we're like kind of connected in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right, for right, sure.
3: Because right. I definitely felt, you guys, I felt like, i wasn't on stage alone that like really really helped me because i could just look over and you guys like yeah. were right there mm-hmm. jean's right there eddie's right there so local and then part of me just yeah. wanted
2: to go up and like run and hug you <laughs> oh man but i was like yeah. no that's not the, good, <laughs> the best thing to do that right now bad. just yeah. watch from yeah. afar you know and just like be there yeah but yeah. i literally I, I just wanted to be like ah oh. <laughs> like go yeah so was just... I, I was yeah.
3: super dude because I, th- I, I think i'm probably like an ugly crier <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, I know I am. That's why uh, I don't cry
3: for me. But you, did, you did
2: good, though. Like, yeah. I would have not yeah, been able like, to back. Pull yes. back. Keep yeah, yeah, going? yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Was, I was proud
3: of myself for being able to pull yeah. it back. Because I didn't, I there was a moment as it started to come out. I think I would have like, just oh, ran off oh, stage. No. If I saw my mom, I would have gone. Yeah, out. yeah, I was <laughs> like, am out. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was that was a moment.
1: And I was telling him that when that happened, I didn't realize he was breaking down as far as, like, wanting to cry. I had seen him before you know back in our college days where he had actually fainted you know head first yeah. i oh, thought he shit. that was going to happen again oh, wow. so i was kind of pr- like got nervous and scared yeah. where i was like oh shit, what's happening is am i gonna have to go over there and go get him mm-hmm. and nobody oh, knows wow. what's happening right but and it was completely the opposite you know but i that that <laughs> brought a memory to me where i was like oh shit, he's he is he all right like like what's yeah. happening yeah. In and i
2: felt like only like uh like us like we felt it all of us yeah, had, yeah. but the audience were just so like didn't really <sighs> understand it they don't right. they haven't
0: seen the journey yeah. so uh, some, some of these people are probably the first time seeing you or some people yeah. have yeah, seen yeah. you just like the last couple couple
3: months it was, so it was uh, kind of
2: like in two worlds kind of because yeah. you could see them yeah like, vibing and feeling the energy yeah
3: yeah they but were if, at a con they were just yeah at a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and it was like our real feeling. lives yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah they were watching our real yeah. lives to unfold yeah yeah I uh but i think they did good the yeah. crowd still no, did no, good yeah, they no no but i'm saying like they they, yeah. they they really took it in as like as the show yeah like this is mm-hmm. the yeah. best yeah. show yeah because there was no way they could have known like what was really going on and but there was there there when you said that it reminded me literally on the second song i forgot what i were performing i remember just in my mind going like it's only the second song but i looked over to my left and there was three girls crying (laughs) and i was like oh shit it's gonna get me because they were like into they were like so into it and they were like i could see them obviously they were going through some shit right like they just probably caught us while they were going through some shit and whatever i was saying was speaking to them but i i had to stop looking over i don't know if you noticed i mostly stayed over here because every time i would go over there what she would like make eye contact with me and it would, she'd be crying and she could make me cry for sure whoever she was shout out to you mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah definitely in the crowd were behind claudia and on that side there was a lot of emotion happening you know yeah um i did talk to a couple and they were like i mean i, I got like you know chills you know i got goosebumps it was just it, definitely like you're saying you know people think that it's talking to them you know mm-hmm. and i think once you yeah, know a, a song life. does that to someone yeah. your hard work and your many years of of, of writing and performing has you you were able to touch in a different mm-hmm. way you know yeah. you are able to touch someone and i think it's sometimes it gets to the point where even personal stuff gets combined with that oh, and that's then true. that's where the breakdown you know happens but yeah. What we talked about as part of that journey, mm-hmm. you know, the advice, yeah, you're going to break down, you might break down a stage or you might break down somewhere doing, but you got to keep going. Got to yeah. keep it pushing and mm-hmm. keep moving and just look at it as like, wow, what a step and how far, like you guys talking about, you know, back then, you know, we didn't even know each other, but all the pieces were together when they weren't, they weren't, but they were, and mm-hmm. then now they are, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, So all that hard mm-hmm. work, of course, yeah, why wouldn't you cry? Why wouldn't a lot of things yeah. in life happen? at one time let's get that over with and let's just kind of keep our keep it pushing in in, in the different directions you're going to go or wherever you're going to continue to succeed what you do you know
3: no
0: yeah and even taking it back to that performance that i mentioned that i think it was called the spring breaks or something or spring breaks mm-hmm. was the name of the Although event, that first one right know. and um i remember like when i saw you guys perform like you and i think parker joined you in one of your songs mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. At first I was like, I, and I think I told you this where like, I didn't really understand. Like you're you'd stood out kind of from the rest of the rappers mm-hmm. because you also busted out like an umbrella, which yeah, is yeah, of, yeah. and so I was like, yeah. like at first I was like, I didn't really understand it, but like <laughs> thinking outside the box, kind of back to thinking yeah. outside the box, like you yeah. guys kind of stood out. Yeah. So, and right, I told you that I was like, I feel like you had like a rock influence because mm-hmm. your sound was always a little bit different, mm-hmm. which That's I did. Cool. Yeah. And which it's... I
3: do, which, yeah. And, and Parker is like, Parker's definitely like a kindred spirit of mine like he's like a twin in like the way we think about like we can really nerd out on on getting out of the box so like right, right. Mm-hmm. again and that, that that was the first time we ever rocked together uh that's crazy yeah there's so many <laughs> firsts on that one moment and it's trippy to look back on now and go like oh the seeds were already yeah it's like kind of it cool like going grown. back through yeah. like because I, I was just like
0: randomly i don't even know how i came up mm-hmm. because after that performance so it was like a facebook uh yeah like
1: memory thing that
3: came that's up. Probably that's probably where it came up said, or something yeah because yeah, so. i was uh, like what
0: that was like crazy yeah. and then or sometimes <laughs> i'll go back in my like google photos and like look send back it at to me
3: events. and i'll put it on the on the on the blog so people can yeah go see because right. i remember when i about. and
0: then i saw and then i zoomed in and i was like what's so low it's like a foreshadow like yeah because yeah, that that building
3: is. where you see the picture is that's it's, where they used to work out of. yeah and and, and and we would not we i would not know. meet them until i was on their podcast for another two years
0: yeah that's crazy or three years right because that yeah. was oh, in 2019 maybe three, yeah and then like that and then i
3: reached out to him three years later that's to be on the podcast and, that, that is and that's crazy. how now they're the homies
0: yeah i don't even know if i've sent them that picture yeah be cool to just post it on platform. i think we showed it to manny yeah, okay yeah, yeah. Manny, okay yeah that's crazy all right um and then to close it off um this is just a question we're kind of playing around with that i thought of so um what is a harmful truth about yourself so when i say that it's like what's something that you're self-aware about yourself that maybe sometimes you don't want to accept that it, it is part of you, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a heartful truth or that somebody tells you, you know, mm-hmm. about yourself.
1: Uh, Stubbornness, you know, <laughs> for me, uh, you know, knowing the steps to something and still trying to maybe cheat. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying yeah. to take mm-hmm. the, the side road or like uh, maybe if I just jump a little higher, I, I can make it. yeah the stubbornness i think that's that's the truth about me where i fight that with myself you know where i'm like i I gotta i gotta stop it i mean why i mean because when i do stop it i move faster you know so that's true Mm -hmm. but that's mine for
3: sure i feel like i have so many (laughs) (laughs) well i only had one (laughs) Uh, it's
1: like
0: like (laughs) denial (laughs)
1: yeah yeah. i did not not. um well
0: it's
3: not my turn (laughs) Oh I like uh, uh, <laughs> dang something that. What's a good one?
2: Eddie's probably already has one. <laughs> no, he probably has ten about. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. I was gonna say like my brain can be everywhere, but you guys are trying to tell me like that's not not the bad thing. <laughs> so, like. Oh. Oh, actually I, I said it earlier. I don't like it. I don't like um making people feel like like I'm coming down on them. Mm-hmm. When I'm being honest, so I'm trying to work on how I say it in presentation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I cuz I don't like knowing that people get hurt, mm-hmm. you know. So that's probably that's probably the one. Yeah those are
0: good ones yeah well thank you guys thank and actually you. before we get out of here we want to run an idea actually while we're on, on the podcast because it's thinking outside the box yeah. right so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh we were thinking of like changing up obviously the way we do the podcast mm-hmm. and we kind of wanted to do something where like add like a performance mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. so I don't know if you're open to it either like you a solo one or you and gene can do like a quick video and then we can add it to the end of the mm-hmm. podcast sick. to Episode. close it out sick so,
3: so should i so <laughs> should i introduce it what you
0: can introduce it, or we were thinking yeah. of doing like a intro for you guys. Oh, sick!
3: You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, that.
0: we'll do like a yes. Saturday Night Live type yeah. of. Yeah, you know,
3: yes, like <laughs> we're in. In
1: fact, we're filming tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe like a practice that you do.
3: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're the, we're then. filming a bunch of uh, live songs tomorrow. So oh, oh don't that'd be one perfect. One yeah, just send us
0: yeah. one, yeah. and okay, then we cool. can add it. Perfect. Nice. Well, man, thank you guys thank for sitting with us. Yeah, love you guys too. I and, think uh,
1: I'm sorry, guys, but the catering yeah. didn't show up. Yes. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, know. and you guys promised catering. Sorry, no, no Uber <laughs> Eats. I mean, no yeah, chips oh and God. salsa.
0: Not <laughs> fruits for Eddie. <laughs> I was like, that's only at the Jacob Center. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> When does this come out, by the way? Um, in what week? Where are we at? When are we? Uh,
2: what? We we oh, two tra- weeks from now? So two yeah, weeks from this Oscars.
3: Tuesday. Oh, uh, real quick shout out. Uh, the Happiness of Pursuit Festival, October yeah. 7th, Ontario, California. Yes. In fact, thinking out of the box, <laughs> why don't we have you guys give away um, some tickets? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. So if you're watching this right now, we'll pick in the comments yeah. of comments. the YouTube video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Two tickets worth over $100, yeah. right? Uh, to go to Thoughtfest. We got you. You'll be on our list. Specifically, um, so leave the best comment on this video yes. down below on YouTube, and, you. You, and then they'll hook you up and send you tickets. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah,
0: we'll post this as a promo yeah. clip.
3: Sick, yeah, alrighty, nice.
0: yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, anything yeah. else before we get out of here? Any other plugins? That's it. Music no video coming? No, no, bunch no of music, music coming. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, please subscribe, follow, follow the Heartful Truth, follow c Ray and OG Hip Hop Eddie, all that um and thank you guys for tuning in
2: thank you peace
1: Peace. thank you